0: Welcome to American Reds, Tribal Rants' unofficial podcast for the sixth and final season of The Americans. I'm Michelle.
1: And I'm Mike.
0: And tonight we're podcasting The Americans, Season 6, Episode 8, The Summit. It had an air date of May 16th, 2018. It was rated T-V-M-A-L-S-V. We had the dreaded Honeypot S in this.
1: Honeypot, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: It's the only ass we had, right? Okay. So, Mike, what did you think about this episode?
1: I'm uh, really uh, anxious about Stan finding out about Philip and Elizabeth, because Stan's now walking around with a picture of Elizabeth in his pocket, showing him, to, showing it to people, and they are just—I mean—they're on a collision course. I'm afraid. I don't know how this is going to work out.
0: Yeah. I don't even know how to summarize these episodes anymore. They are each darker than the last. And each one feels like it's taking us a step closer. It's like we're hurtling toward this disastrous ending. And they're deeply compelling. You know, you really want to watch them. I do. I want to see it. But at the same time, it's hard for me to watch this right now. As good as it is, I guess because we know... It's almost over, and they have to end this in some way, and how are they going to end it?
1: Uh, well, the wall's going to come down, but that's all I know.
0: So you ready to jump right into yes. it? Yes. Okay, we start off with Elizabeth coming home, where Philip's sitting there at night, and she starts to apologize to him for his part that he did to kind of save her in Chicago, because it went so wrong and how hard that was on Philip because it did, but Philip's got something else on his mind.
1: Yeah, he's still where he was sitting when they ended the last episode. Yeah. Still on the couch. And then she comes in and uh, Philip quit a long time ago, but now he is really at the end. That episode with Marilyn in the garage, that just that was it for him. That was that was the absolute end for Philip.
0: Yeah, I think he's he doesn't understand anymore why Elizabeth is doing the things she's doing and making the decisions that she's making. To him, I think it has seemed kind of crystal clear for a long time that Elizabeth, her actions are kind of over the edge. He even brings it up that the stuff she's doing now, she's not thinking for herself at all. It's like she's not... Making any kind of rational decision based on anything. She's just following orders at this point. But he confesses the whole Oleg thing and that he's been telling Oleg what she's doing, and Elizabeth is not happy. She
1: sits there and gets pissed.
0: But you know, it made me think about her using the honeypot scheme on Philip. And how, if she doesn't like to be lied to and played, then maybe she shouldn't have been doing the same thing to Philip. think She manipulated him.
1: Do you think she was taking some of it in as he was sitting there talking? I, I thought I saw her taking just a little bit of it into consideration as, and, and just fighting against that.
0: That's interesting that you say that. We obviously see a change in Elizabeth in this episode. Um, I
1: think that was the start of it
0: yeah maybe because he
1: knew about the general in mexico he knew about her secret super secret mission and that pissed her off but then the way he approached it and the way he went about it um really made her mad but then i think she she had some consideration for what he was talking about when when he told her it's on us everything we've done is
0: on us. Right, they're telling us to do it, and we do what they tell us to do, but what it boils down to is we did it. We're the ones who did it. I don't know, though. She's very indignant. She's accusing him of just pretending to worry for her, and we see her even indignant at the end of the episode.
1: I think that's a, um, a defense mechanism for her.
0: Maybe. I know that over the years, as long as we've been married... When we fight and we say things sometimes, when we argue, um, you know, I, I, I hear you and I think you hear me. And I think sometimes we think about that stuff later on, even if in the moment, emotionally, we just can't admit that we understand what the other person's saying. So I kind of get that something could be clicking with her in this even though she's not responding he said that he tried to tell her and she mocks him she's like you love talking philip
1: oh she is a smart ass yeah
0: and he says he was just trying to get her to think and ask questions and be a human being and she didn't like that either
1: no she well she twisted it on i'm not human i mean she's just looking she's spoiling for a fight
0: here He said he would do anything for her. He just did. He said, I did. I just did, meaning tell her about this, I think, plus also everything that he did with Marilyn and Harvest and all that situation, but he said not anymore. So, and then Elizabeth in her stereotypical way flounces, turns around and walks away. She's mad. Then we go to the intro and we come back and the FBI group is discussing the priest and how he's moved up the chain too fast to not have some connection back home. So I think that's where they're thinking about, is it Father Andrea? Yeah. Um, they bring up Oleg and Adderholt says that they've not forgotten about Oleg, whatever that means. Stan brings him up. So Then we go to the scene where Elizabeth, Page and Claudia are watching the summit on TV and discussing how their job never ends. They always have something more that they need to do.
1: Claudia tells Elizabeth she's sorry about Marilyn.
0: Yeah. Elizabeth's talking about implanting a listening device into a briefcase to catch a meeting that Nestrinko is having, but he's going to be the only Russian there. Right. So then we go to the next scene, and uh, Stephanie slash Elizabeth goes into her job.
1: She's going to work. Erica's laying there dying
0: yeah and
1: her husband had given her the saved up morphine which she had built up a tolerance to mm-hmm. and she's just not dying and he is beside himself and of course lucky for him you got a trained assassin there posing as a nurse who's going to take care of everything so just say goodbye and leave and she sends him downstairs and
0: and well eric is really struggling here she is struggling, Glenn's miserable, and he's guilt-ridden too, and he brings up about how he's guilt-ridden over going to his meetings, which Erica was hurting enough to finally say to him, she brought that up, so he says he called the office and said he won't be in anymore, he gave her the morphine, and then this happened.
1: Yeah, that's the end of Stephanie's mission with that with that particular right. scenario.
0: Right, right. This is where Elizabeth tells him to say goodbye to her, and leave the room, and he kisses her and strokes her forehead and all that kind of stuff, and then he leaves the room, and Elizabeth kind of says her own goodbye to Erica. She touched her head, and she kissed her forehead. It was real different.
1: I thought she was going to wake up, didn't you?
0: Um. The whole time I was worried about
1: yeah, her Yeah, I was afraid out. she was going to wake up. The
0: whole time. But then Elizabeth stops. She's like looking at her artwork and stuff. There's definite changes going on with Elizabeth in this episode. You can tell. I mean, we've been able to see like some changes, I think, but some serious ones. But then she shoves a paintbrush down her throat and smothers her to death.
1: Yeah, and not that it's kind of funny she used a paintbrush?
0: Did this seem like a very strong fight? For someone that was that out of it and close to death, I mean, she was hitting her and fighting and stuff like that. That took me off guard. That was hard to watch. Maybe
1: she was just pretending to be asleep to get attention.
0: (sighs) I didn't like that. Okay. Why did Elizabeth do this? Why did she help Glenn at this point with Erica? Because
1: Erica was suffering, and there was no coming back from that.
0: I realize that, and I'm not, but I'm, I'm just wondering why Elizabeth would do it. Glenn can no longer help her do anything. She's done with that. I'm, I'm curious what made her keep her word to Glenn. Well, she could have just said, let's call the hospital. It's or- like you
1: said, she's changing up the way she's looking at things, the way she's behaving, the way, the way she's seeing the world is changing. She's evolving, clearly.
0: Well, Elizabeth goes downstairs and tells Glenn that she's gone. She tells him to go up and spend some time with her. It's his last chance. Of course, she wants him to go upstairs so she can do a last uh, snapshots of
1: Yeah, she gets the into world. spy mode and starts taking pictures.
0: And man, she had that stuff spread out all over the place. I thought he was going to come downstairs and catch her there, too. She had it literally, like right there, spread out on the floor. And it was like, you okay. Gotta be,
1: you got to be bold to be a Russian spy posing as a nurse.
0: Well, then we go to the scene where Adderholt and Stan and the FBI are looking at the sketches. <laughs> that one sketch is like... They look just
1: like Philip. Philip. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: Philip to a T.
1: They had her down in a couple of them, too.
0: Yeah. But they're saying that the disguises are so good, they can't tell if it's one couple, one set of people, or completely different people. They're completely unable to tell.
1: I think Stan's got an idea.
0: Do you? You think he does from uh, looking at the sketches? I uh,
1: know. I just think he's he's just he's got his sniffer on and he's he's on them.
0: So then Glenn calls her up and offers Stephanie an artwork. He what offers should've... Elizabeth a piece of art.
1: Yep, take a take a one of her paintings with her.
0: And she kind of poops it away, but he says it's important to him that she take one, and she loves the big one. She's looking She's at that big that one. She's lucky that
1: that thing fit in the car.
0: That was, yeah, she can barely fit it into her station wagon.
1: And she almost kept it when she got to the garage. Really
0: struggled with that. Well, yeah, we go to the garage, and Elizabeth, she's staring at that artwork, she takes the canvas from the frame, stares at it, starts to burn it, decides against it, folds it up, and man, when she was folding that thing up, I was just saying, okay, you know, we, we almost never talk, but I could not avoid saying when that happened that you know, they're, they're scouting garages right now. And if they found that artwork in there.
1: Oh yeah. That's a quick connection.
0: Quick connection.
1: Yeah. But she went back into professional spy mode, pulled it out and burned it. It was like she was burning part of herself when she was burning that. I mean, she really, really was lost in that.
0: Yes. Yeah, she loved that artwork. And I think it, it's kind of like we talked about before, and I even feel it stronger now, that she felt like maybe Erica had a a drive and a passion for something like she does, but Erica's was obviously different. And I think Elizabeth started to see that there was other drives and passions in life, not just hers, and she was really struggling with being able to get rid of that artwork. But, you know, sentimental is not a word... I thought I'd ever use with Elizabeth, but
1: yeah, she did appear. She's a
0: little sentimental here. She
1: appeared sentimental in that in that scene for sure.
0: Well, then we go to commercial and we come back, and Elizabeth is meeting with intern Jackson.
1: Yep, she got a briefcase for him. Very eighties.
0: He made it, yeah. He made it into the training program. What very eighties? I got my briefcase right here.
1: It's not a briefcase, Michelle. That's a soft sided laptop. laptop. (laughs) Bag with secret pockets and zippers and Velcro. Okay. Nothing. I have a nineteen genuine nineteen eighties briefcase at home still.
0: Okay. Well, I felt better then. Yeah. But they, you know, he he brought a movie. They're gonna watch a movie. She offers him a drink. He mm-hmm. says he's twenty one. Starts flirting with him and everything, schmoozing him. And next thing you know, she has honey potted Jackson.
1: Ball chicka wall wall. She offered him something else, didn't she?
0: So then Stan is going through old photos in his own album. We have a photo album just like
1: that. Ah, you <laughs> stole my line. Yep. Oh,
0: was that your line?
1: Well, it was one of them, yeah. You've already, you stole all my lines. But I'm that's sorry. okay Yeah, no, we got a photo album just like that. Those were real popular back uh-huh. in the day. I, I back think, in
0: the 80s, yeah. Do
1: people still buy those or no?
0: I don't even know where you would buy one of those like People that. don't
1: take pictures much anymore, do they? And,
0: well, now you get the photos printed in a book and stuff like that, I think, more so than... Printing out the photo and pasting it in a sticky.
1: Boy, book. people are going to laugh at this conversation.
0: Maybe. If anybody young listens to it, they go, you did what?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he pulls out a photo of him and his ex wife, Philip and Elizabeth. And this is when Renee walks through the door, and lo and behold, she has an interview in personnel at the FBI. Yep. And Stan tells her it's like a normal interview, except they want to know if you're a loyal American and can keep a secret. Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Okay, then we go to the scene where Elizabeth is asking Jackson if he can waltz into the State Department. She said, I don't suppose you can just waltz anywhere. I was like, yeah, I can. It's the next morning. He's having breakfast in this nice hotel room, and she wants him to deliver this package into the room. Take a box to the
1: Department of State, leave it in a specific room because she knows that that's where they're going to be having this meeting about the summit that she's not going to be able to... uh to get in there.
0: Well then Philip and his calculator is looking out at the half empty office and he calls for Henry, but Henry isn't available. I'm really concerned about Philip in this. That was one time that was the oddest little scene. Remember I told you I needed to watch it again because there were scenes that I just completely missed.
1: Where were we, he's calling Henry and Henry's at hockey practice?
0: Yeah, but I mean he's just sitting there, he's doing that calculator thing that he's been doing this whole season almost. And he's looking out at the office, and the office is half empty, and he can't get a hold of Henry, and that was the whole scene. It was it. So that's kind of interesting to me, where they're going with that. With Philip, there's another one I'll point out when we get there. And then Stan goes into Roy Rogers and talks with a guy in there who used to work with Gregory.
1: Yep, she's, he's trying to get Elizabeth uh, ID'd here. Right. And this guy just can't give him anything definitive, but he really gets Stan's attention. When Stan asked him, can you think of anything else? And he says, she smoked like a
0: chimney. Yep. She was beautiful, had incredible hair, like the Vidal Sas- oh, Sassoon ads.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's a, she's a she shampoo commercial, for sure. Smoked
0: like a chimney, which this definitely gives Stan pause. And then he brings Stan a bag of food because Stan kept his word. The guy did a little time, but not for that, he says. So mm-hmm. so then we go to a commercial and we come back and Elizabeth is in a phone booth calling Jackson. And tells him that the meeting was canceled, and can he swing by the room and pick up the stuff that he left in there for somebody? He will, and she tells him to meet her in her car. So then we see the scene where Philip goes by Stavos' house.
1: Oh, I know. Philip. Philip goes to see Stavos and... Stavos won't let him and Stavos, in. Stavos he asked him if going to come in? And Stavos says no, and then Philip starts pouring his heart out to him and just telling him, um, you know, we it's not like we don't care about you. You know, here's what's happened. And Stavos reminded him, Hey, you know, I was there since the beginning. I watched you kids grow up, you know, and, and almost like, you know, how could you have done this to me?
0: And right, a him on top of everybody.
1: And Philip was there um you know, I had no, you know, philip has got no wiggle room here with his business. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a rough, that was a rough scene.
0: It was a rough scene. He said he watched the kids grow up and then he said, whatever was going on in that back room, I never called the police. I never told anybody. And I never and will. I never will.
1: Yep, I was raised to, to be, be loyal. And that really blew Philip away.
0: Mm-hmm. Because he... Maybe because he realized that they weren't as covert and stealth as they always felt like they were, turning on that printer outside their door, remember, for the noise cancellation? Yeah. And.
1: So Stavos knew something was going on. Yeah. The whole time. And never let on.
0: Yep. And then Philip let him go.
1: Yep. And Stavos stayed loyal.
0: And he closes the door on Philip. Yeah. Philip's standing there. So Elizabeth's smoking and waiting on Jackson. Jackson meets up with her and he looks like he's about to throw up. Jackson, that was great acting. On I thought he part. was
1: being followed or something. I thought they were gonna pounce out on her or something. He had already saw the the recording device and called somebody, and I mean he just looks distraught.
0: Yeah, I had no idea what was going on, but the first time I watched it, I definitely did think somebody was on to him for having done that, maybe on him or whatever. And she asked him to get in the car, which is a fancy Mercedes, by the way.
1: Diesel Mercedes.
0: Have we seen this car before? Haven't seen
1: this car, but this is a requirement for, you Her. know, yeah, this, this, uh, this kind of aura she's putting on with this particular disguise.
0: Right. Well, he says that he noticed there were no canceled meetings in that room and he looked in the files and he found the bug.
1: She says, Hey, this is the way business is done. Don't worry about it. She poops on all. just like taking off, notes and he's not, not having any of it. He goes, It is a big deal. He says, people don't do this.
0: He says, You just had me bug a meeting in the State Department. Right. And um,
1: he knows what's going on.
0: She says, The clients wanted the details of the meeting. He's young. He doesn't understand. That's what it takes to get a competitive edge. And he is Freaked out and says, people don't do this. And he starts to get out of the car. He's like, my dad wouldn't do this. I'm going to call my dad. And she grabs his arm.
1: This is when I thought this was the end of Jackson.
0: Me too. And any other time this would have been the quick. end. Of, quick. Yeah. The end. I mean, uh, you know, uh, ink pen to the neck or something. It would have been over quickly yeah. for Jackson. He looks terrified. He's got tears in his eyes. And he just says he wants to go.
1: I want to go home. Yeah.
0: She tells him, don't mention this to your father. You're old enough to keep things to yourself. She says, tell me you understand.
1: And he, then I thought, for sure he's dead now. He goes, I don't understand.
0: What on earth? And how did he get out of that car?
1: She is uh, changing up. I think she's been to Est and she hasn't told Philip.
0: Maybe you think she's been going to Est? I think she's been
1: going to Est and not. So, she
0: turns him loose and tells him to go back to school, enjoy his last semester, and then go into the pavement business. That this McElroth Management Training Program is not for him; they're right. not a good fit, or whatever.
1: And she, and lets, she lets him, lets him go.
0: go. Yep. And he goes. So, what do you think? Is I think Jackson that's going to come back
1: to bite I think so.
0: That's, that's a rough one. Then we go to commercial, and we come back. And Philip's getting fitted for a suit.
1: I don't understand that.
0: This is the other just quick little scene, maybe half a minute, like the one where he's looking out over the office earlier and called for Henry and Henry wasn't there. I didn't have any clue.
1: Philip might be going to turn himself in. In a suit? or go to the FBI or and, go
0: back home and he wants to take a suit or
1: go to the FBI and offer to work um, maybe for them.
0: Well, do you need to get a suit to do that?
1: Well, you want to be presentable okay. if you're doing it for a job interview, you know. You want to you want to you never get a second chance to make a good first impression. That's what they always used to tell me.
0: Okay. Well, then Elizabeth's listening to the Nestrinko tape and it's all on the up and up. Then she meets up with Claudia on that wall. And Claudia scolds her for smoking. We keep hearing the smoking, smoking, smoking. That's going to definitely come back to bite Elizabeth, I think. Elizabeth tells her uh, about Erica dying and how she got into that meeting another way. Right. And Claudia says it doesn't matter. There's new orders. She needs to take care of Nestrinko today or tomorrow. And they part ways. They've only got like this little 30 or 45 second time to talk as they're walking. Right. (laughs) <laughs> so then, okay, Philip gets in disguise to go to a video store and rent a movie that we'll soon find out is a Russian movie.
1: I know, I know. I mean, it's, this is, he's getting really, really weird.
0: And I just made a note here that they can't have the galoobsy in the house, but he can listen to a Russian movie with, you know, I put with no subtitles, but. Find out a little bit later. There actually was some. Well, then we go to the scene first where disguised Elizabeth goes after this. She's stalking
1: yeah. She's going to take him out.
0: And he's walking with two other guys. That ain't going to stop her.
1: No. No, she's about to kill him. Yeah. And then she just during her walk to kill him, something happens right then mm-hmm. with her. And she doesn't do it. And she walks on by. And I think she's even surprised at herself.
0: Yeah. After she walks yeah, she looks shocked kind of at herself, like, what am I doing? Then we switch back to Philip at home watching this uplifting Russian movie. And then we go back to Elizabeth at Claudia's, and Claudia comes in, and Elizabeth's just sitting there.
1: And she says, and I didn't do Claudia,
0: it. Claudia, t- And she tells Claudia that she didn't do it. And, he
1: seemed like a decent man.
0: Right. Claudia, t- Claudia tells her it needs to be done whether she's convinced or not. And then Elizabeth says, you know, I need to know what's going on. You need to tell me about this
1: one. And then they, then Claudia goes into this thing where she actually spills the beans about this scheme that, that certain people have to derail Gorbachev because Gorbachev is just giving everything they fought for and died for away, in her view. It's uh, hardliners uh, going against the powers that be. Well,
0: Claudia is saying that back home they have a leader that has no sense of their history or ideals, and he's just giving it all away.
1: Yeah, well, Gorbachev was, a, I mean, he was totally different than any other Soviet premier they've ever had. I mean, he, he was the glass-nosed perestroika feel-good uh, let's bring the Soviet Union into the 20th century uh, leader. And that's what he set about doing. Him and Reagan made some monumental uh, advances between uh, our two countries. And he really upset the apple cart. He really just changed every every everything that we thought was set in stone about the Soviet Union. Gorbachev came in and said this is the direction we're going to go in a different direction and I, I'll bet there were uh, I mean I know that we're watching a, a a show that's based on historical events and they I'm sure they take certain liberties with their um, you know storyline and uh, it's dramatized for,
0: it would be interesting to know, though, if there was stuff like this going on behind the scenes. I
1: guarantee you there were people giving Gorbachev pushback. I mean, you can't change something. I mean, that country, uh, you know, the, I think the Russian Revolution, it, was, it occurred right after World War One, So it's back in 1917, 18, something like that. And they overthrew the Tsar, and that's when the communists came to power. And it was just... Uh, um, you know, the, the Iron Curtain that Winston Churchill talked about, you know, being around the Soviet Union. They were they were really closed off society.
0: Okay, but let's... What they're talking about is they want Elizabeth to kill Nestrinko And they didn't want to tell her what they were doing. So she would have the plausible deniability of just following orders. Right. right. But they're setting... No, they're, they, they're Claudia alter, says that
1: she says we were protecting you.
0: Well, right, but they're they're talking about altering the her, findings. So, her that her reports found on Nestrenko saying that he was working undercover for Gorbachev to trade sensitive materials.
1: They were going to frame Gorbachev, and Claudia had so it all worked out in her home. mind that yeah, he wouldn't even come back to the Soviet Union. He'd look so bad.
0: Elizabeth says that Mexico and everything then was just all to get rid of Gorbachev.
1: And then she wants to know who ordered it. Right. And and Claudia says the center higher up. So Elizabeth said, not the party. And Claudia, this is chilling. She says, we're all the party. And then Elizabeth, she's not having any more of it right here. She says I won't do it. I'm not going to do
0: it. Well, this is also, this is kind of exactly what Phillips told her, right? About, oh, yeah. coming to him. She's hearing it from the other side now, too.
1: Right. She's putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And then Claudia coolly transitions. She doesn't get upset. She goes, okay, well, keep quiet. After all these years, you don't want to throw it all away.
0: Right. Elizabeth gets up to walk out. And I'm thinking here, Claudia was never Elizabeth's friend. No. This whole time that we felt like they were getting close and everything. Uh, Claudia
1: was just using Elizabeth.
0: It's all just been a ploy.
1: Right, to set up this big mm-hmm. uh, anti-Gorbachev thing.
0: Yeah, when Look. someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah,
1: they've been working on this a long time.
0: And here we have almost learned to trust Claudia. Oh, yeah, and Aunt Claudia. Yeah. And, and Paige is yeah. now involved with Claudia and all this. It's just... Kind of horrifying, and it was horrifying to me how Claudia was sitting there so cold. You know, cool, not cold. Cool, cool.
1: very cool.
0: And just, uh, I, I don't trust Claudia, maybe the downfall of Elizabeth.
1: Mm, some way, maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't trust her at all, again. So then we go to commercial, we come back, or this is Philip still watching the Russian movie, which I noted is actually subtitled. Then we see Stan he's looking across the way at Philip's house and Renee asks him what he's looking at and he says the moon which of course happens to be on top of Philip's house so it's awfully handy and she gets in bed but he stands there looking and he watches Elizabeth drive in the driveway
1: yeah he's suspicious as hell
0: yeah and then we go back over there and Elizabeth walks in and she has this conversation with Philip
1: need to talk to your guy
0: about needing to talk about to the plot. Mm-hmm.
1: need to get a message no no she goes well will you get a message to him
0: right and she tells him philip says that he was trying to figure out the best way to deal with this crap and he was putting his country first which is what she would have done and he's sorry that's why he had this thing with oleg going on
1: she's still miffed about
0: it and uh she still says that he betrayed her and then she says, This is what I'm saying. So I don't know if she's really coming around to Philip's way of thinking. I think she believes Philip and everything, but she just can't believe he did something behind her back. Loyal Philip went behind her back and spied on her, mm-hmm. essentially. But she wants Philip to get a message to Oleg. What he's worried about is happening. The leaders of the center want her to kill Nostrinko and get rid of Gorbachev. Claudia just told her this stuff. They want to falsify her reports and make it look like he's a traitor, but he's not. And then Phillips says he'll have the signal by 2 or 3 o'clock that uh, Oleg will have this information. But Elizabeth has to go back out because she's afraid they're still going to go after Estrinko in some other way. Right. And Philip offers to help genuinely this time. I don't know if you noticed or not. It wasn't reluctantly. He genuinely, like, offers to help this time. And she declines his help. And Philip tells her that a, that he gives her a piece of paper that came from Father Andre. And Elizabeth says she can't do it. Philip should go.
1: Maybe he'll give you absolution.
0: So is Father An, Andre... Already working with the FBI, and they were trying to set Elizabeth up, and now Philip's going to end up at this meeting, and it's going to be him when it was meant for Elizabeth. Um, don't know. Because they're talking about Father Andre. They're
1: talking about the priests, but maybe the priest. Maybe you know, if they're talking about the priest, that means they've already got surveillance on the priest. So maybe the priest has picked up on the surveillance
0: or maybe they've already gotten well, it well that's
1: what we thought too That's what i thought about harvest but it wasn't right wasn't the case so we'll see
0: that was the end
1: that was the end it was yeah it was a fast moving fast moving a lot going on and how many episodes are left two two are left two and it's over forever
0: two is it
1: wow Man, I'm going to
0: miss that. I know. Yeah. I know I am too, but this this was a whole bunch of really bad, right? Like, everything in this was bad. Claudia's admission. She, she, Claudia knew all about the Mexico thing, where they were like, oh, "You can't tell anybody. I don't know what this is. She told Elizabeth. I don't know what this is. Everything's been a lie. So, everything Elizabeth's been hearing is a lie. Um, find out what Nestrinko's doing. They didn't even want to know what Nostrinko was doing. All this stuff, all this killing, all this everything has just been to set somebody up. Right. And so that they'll be able to get in power who they want in power versus.
1: Well, they want to continue the way that they were going. They're, they're just terrified that Gorbachev's going to um, you know, change everything, which he does.
0: Well, we'd like to say thanks for joining us tonight. If you'd like to send us a chat, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Michelle from TN.
1: And I am at Mike from TN.
0: And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tribal rant. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so you can subscribe to us there. Please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. And, of course, all this information is on tribalrant.com, where you can email us or leave a message. We're all over the place, and we'd love to hear from you. So... Do you think we left anything else or anything else for episode eight? The summit, I feel like we're kind of flat with this, you know, like as far as the conversation and stuff, but this was heavy stuff. We are on vacation and we, the way we're watching this, we don't get the upcoming episodes, but episode nine next time, the penultimate episode, of course I found out a little bit about it. It's the one I've been dreading ever since I saw the names of them. Because it's called Jennings comma Elizabeth. Remember I told you about that a long time ago, you know, at the beginning of this season? Mm-hmm. It's almost never good when someone's name is written in that way. You rarely hear that.
1: Well, that's, yeah, that's usually the way indictments come out.
0: So Indictments or uh, obituaries mm-hmm. or lots of things. The synopsis says Elizabeth wrestles with competing loyalties. And Philip has an encounter that turns into much more than he bargained
1: for. Oh, no. That means that you may be right then about that meeting with the father. It may turn into something that was set up to catch Elizabeth. Man, I wish you hadn't told me that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just was guessing.
1: I don't want to hear that stuff.
0: Okay. If. There, I've got a little tiny spoiler, so we're going to go ahead and say goodbye to people that might not want to hear anything. It's just it's, it's, just little. It's not big. Well you mean?
1: You're going to say goodbye to me, too, then, right? Cause no,
0: you're going to want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you do. You want to hear this. Uh, okay. You sure yeah. you don't want to hear it?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I've got to hear it now, damn.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, episode 10 is called Start. This is easy. It's not really a spoiler spoiler. It's just a little bit looking ahead. Just Mm -hmm. a teeny bit. And the synopsis on start says the Jennings face a choice that will change their lives forever. Mm -hmm.
1: Witness protection.
0: Or going back home or fleeing or, or working for the FBI or who knows, but Hopefully, the Jennings slash, or comma, Elizabeth does not mean Elizabeth died. Because episode 10 says the Jennings face a choice. That right. Change their life yeah, and no, face. I don't
1: think they're going to kill her. Not, now. So. Yeah.
0: There is that.
1: Unless they're just trying to screw with us and I know. throw us completely off.
0: I know. You never know. But, so, anything else?
1: No eight, the summit. No, now I won't be able to sleep as it is.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you back here next time for episode nine.
1: Yeah, well we'll probably be in a different location, but probably yeah. will. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's okay. All,
1: All right. right bye bye. Bye bye.